Hi everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Check Please Podcast. This is our podcast where we go behind the magic of Check Please. As you know, we have done 60 I'm episodes uh, as of now. This is a good one. Hi, I'm just the co-host what? Steven. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Check Please Behind the Magic. This is my other co-host. Uh, introduce yourself now. Okay, well, we're not going to go behind the magic on this one. We're going to go cash in the check, please, because the money, money. <laughs> <What> a terrible <laughs> intro. Money is doing? an issue. How can money... you expect to get paid with this level of quality? <laughs> because the listeners know. The listeners no, know that we, we don't. They, have no, they don't. know absolutely. They have no idea what's happening right now. <laughs> the listeners know that there has been a certain number of episodes. That number is sixty. The listeners know <laughs> that this podcast is called Check Please, and that normally for the last while we've been going behind the magic. Well, we're not doing that right now. And the listeners um, know. The, the, there's a high amount of possibility, if they've listened to the one from about a year ago, that this is the birthday <laughs> voice. <laughs> this is the birthday voice. Now, did did we... It wasn't a big deal last time, right? We didn't think, actually do a birthday voice episode. Well, I think we mentioned that we were the bo- birthday boys on the show. Maybe, but it was like... It's kind of throwaway. Yeah, but... We're going all out this year, though. Yeah, it's it's like it's like because like the last year it was like we didn't expect the listeners to give us anything because this was the first time they were finding out that we were the birthday boys. Right. But this but year they should have known this time. Mm, because they heard the one last year and they They've were like been okay. Forewarned. They marked it down in the calendar. This is about the time when the birthday boys come around. Um, <laughs> time to cash those birthday boy checks. Please. Yeah. Because what the thing is is that on the show and this is the new direction of the show uh, because, as you might have noticed, there's been a bit of a break in the show's uh, scheduling. While we worked sort out of behind we, the magic intermission. Yeah, while we worked out what we were going to do going forward to sort of continue the podcast into in season, season two. two. Uh, and what we came up with is an itemized list of like bills and like all the things that need to happen to make the check please season two. We need like a fo- uh, a, fo- a folk machine. We need a folk <laughs> machine to tell like uh, urban stories. Right. Uh, urban we need, uh, we need catering from Subway for every single recording session. Yes, we need like a, a cake because it's birthday boy's time yeah we're, we're gonna need that at some point it doesn't um, have to be this week no but, but in a, a future we event. expect it at this point um, and i also want that jacket from kangaroo jack because it has that money in it that's what i'm thinking about <laughs> <laughs> now, are you expecting to be able to purchase that jacket uh for an amount less than the money that's in it and then receive the jacket with the money yeah that's what they should have done ahead. in the movie. Are you buying it in some sort of blind auction? Like, who's who's selling this jacket that they haven't checked it and realized it's full of money? Well, no, they'll have it, like, on a memorabilia website, like, or, <laughs> okay. or like, uh, all that kind of stuff. And, like, right, and no one really watched that movie, so... <laughs> so maybe, only you, maybe you're the only human on Earth that remembers that's where the money is. It's in the jacket. It was in the jacket. That's why they wanted There's the always jacket. money in the kangaroo jacket. <laughs> They should have called the movie Kangaroo Jacket. <laughs> is that is that in the uh, the tuxedo universe? The tux? What was that movie called? Ja- yeah, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan's Big tuxedo. Night Out. The tagline for that movie was "Class Action Suit." No, it's a funny. It's a funny tagline. Was, was there a subplot about them being lawyers? 
No, it was just because it was three different words and, and it has class, it has action, and it has a suit. Um, okay. Uh, it, it, it was like a court-ordered movie. It was mm, Jackie Chan committed a horrible crime <laughs> and had to star in the movie The Tuxedo, allegedly. Right, right. And, uh, and then Kangaroo Jack, it was a spin-off about Kangaroo Court. Yes. Um, uh, this, is a, this is a good podcast, but what has happened so far in the year of the podcast since we've been born? The year time, of the podcast. The year of the in this the year of the podcast. Has As been, our listeners surely know, every year the birthday boys are reborn at the end of June and early July. Because that happens with you know the baby New Year. Do we talk about that on New Year? <laughs> but, um, because baby New Year he becomes an old baby, or she, or they, or any kind of gendered baby, starts Ooh, off the year has, has anyone ever thrown a gender reveal party for Baby New Year? Oh, that would be good, I think. Like, well, what is what would determine the gender of the Baby New Year? What, is it, like, even-numbered um, I mean, I, I, was, I don't want to throw one myself. I was just no. wondering if it's been done. Never mind. It was a, it was a thought, and it went away. Now it's gone. Now the but, dis- the discourse the, the, really does but, not but, like wait, gender wait, reveal wait, wait, parties. Wait, 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 wait. Ball drop. <laughs> <laughs> so um, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to get to get that in about baby, baby New Year. You know the boss baby. That was the thing that we yeah. talked about on the show. Uh-huh. So, but my point being, the the baby New Year ages, and the baby New Year is about halfway done with its life now. Right, and that's when the birthday boys emerge. <laughs> the birthday boys emerge from the cave. They're the younger brother of Baby New Year. Uh, yeah, two or... younger brothers of Baby New Year. Okay. Um, and now, which of us is the older younger brother? I mean, I'm I'm canonically older than you you're canonically older but in the fiction of the birthday boys in the fiction of the birthday the, boys the mythological sense i mean i feel like in my the birthday's show, first right yeah i feel like you're like you have June like 27th. more of a, yeah you 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 have more of a grown up attitude in the show cuz you you like win the game <laughs> but uh-huh. you you like know how to do a chess good but we I don't st- that, does that count anymore yeah. Does it? This isn't a chess podcast at all. We really no, but, need to get away from that. Okay, so how am I? Am I? Am I an adult in the show? Like, as in, are who's... we? Uh, I feel like being adults would um, extend some sort of culpability for our actions. Okay, and the things we say. Have we stopped? I prefer being to adults, stay as though, a now. birthday boy. Are we? Because we're for legal purposes. This is a good podcast. So, <laughs> what happens when when we run out of money like we did is that we don't do the show good anymore, yeah. listeners. Yeah. And because we need money to do go- to do jokes. You remember when I went onto the internet and I looked up the Creative Commons jokes and I told those, yeah. and those were good jokes. But those, those cost those money. Those were free. Those free were and free. Clear. But normally jokes cost money and people expect to be paid for jokes. And I can't afford to give away my A game, my material, my secret material jokes. <laughs> his his secret materials. Without his his dark materials, <laughs> without having a, a good a, amount that of dark money. Dark comedy that the listeners crave. 
Yeah, because listeners love jokes like this joke here. How about this mm-hmm. one? Oh. Um, okay, so imagine that you you were like on a race track. Okay. And uh, like you know, there's there's like you're you're like sitting in the stands, okay. and there's like a, a, you're like you're like at a race car event, and there's a bunch of cars like zooming past like really fast and all that. And uh, I can imagine, picture this in my mind. Yeah, try and try and picture that. And then what happens is that like one of one of the cars like um like has I don't know like like uh, uh um like a, a banana um Ooh. Uh, is this like a, a Mario Kart thing? It's exactly a Mario Kart thing. We've been playing Mario Kart earlier. Well, what happens is that, like, that banana, like, they drop it behind them, and another car, like, spins into that. And that's, that's fun, isn't it? And that's, a, yeah, that's, that's the slapstick comedy from uh, that listeners crave in podcast form. It's exactly what the listeners crave. Listeners, listeners demand, like, to be told stories. Listeners demand, like... Like interesting things, things that they haven't like seen before. Right, that, like, and I do. I do not want to be the first to cheapen our craft. No, we and, cannot give this away for free. And that was a free one that I gave away just then. Yeah. That well, this, we're doing this, this episode, on the assumption I just, of, I just wanted, of future. Just want to I just want to stay very quickly. This episode is very bad, and I apologize <laughs> for it. But. <laughs> Okay, uh-huh. so here's what we're going to do to make the podcast good. How do we turn right. around the podcast? What do we do a podcast that makes good? What do we talk about normally on the podcast when it's a fun, good one? What uh, we talk about is... Have hi, we ever done one of those? Sometimes we do the good podcast. How do we... Okay. Do you think Do you think we start off the podcast like this? Here we, here's how we kick it off. And we kick it off in a way... Okay, so this is just workshopping what we could do in a future episode yeah like a, to make a good one here's how we can make one thing off, that right? would be good picture, is less picture, yeah picture this okay bang fireworks coming mm. out of the screen bang right. bang bang a firework what's this it's a mystery box jj abrams's mystery box we <laughs> we look at the box the box like is is coming the camera is closing in on this box and it's wrapped up it's got like ribbons around it and what's inside this box is like a bow and stuff but on in the center of the bow like a pin kind of like holding down the center of the room it's like a skull like a human skull oh. pin oh this is a large box yeah but well, like it's like a like a sort of a metallic version of the of the human skull and uh, like we lift up uh, like a, a, a sort of a skeletal thin hand like like jack skellington in the mm-hmm. nightmare before christmas <laughs> Picks up like a, it's like, like a, a you know like a spindly but like, like a elongated uh, skeleton hand picks up this skull uh, from the top of the screen and lifts it up and then places it to one side. It's like a hat pin kind of a length of, of, of a pin going in through the box and then equally like the the skeleton fingers uh, of two hands untie the bow and then a bright light shines from inside of this mm-hmm. box as it opens up and we're like wondering what's going on like fog swirls up and swirls around and we're like we're looking in to the box and right. who's inside that box it's me and you it's tiny versions boys. of us the birthday boys <laughs> Uh, and then it comes up on the screen. Check, please, the birthday boys. And because the whole thing has been like a birthday yeah. thing, and we blow like we blow, we have like um, we have like pie hats on, and we blow like right. streamers, There's balloons, and, and, and for helium. 
balloons. Uh, helium balloons are coming out, pop, pop. They're popping in the air, and like there's like <laughs> there's like bubbles and stuff and things like that. And each of the bubbles, like you look inside the reflection of the bubbles, and each of the bubbles has like a sort of a visual representation of an episode of Check Please. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and also then we we get on like little tiny tiny horses, and we put okay. like. We like press a button on top of the um on top of the on top of the party hats and they like extend out into like cowboy hats and we have <laughs> the spur we we like press the boots that we're wearing and like spurs come out and we don't like use the spurs on the horses or anything. And no. In fact the spurs we, we cover each of the individual <laughs> spurs with tiny like tiny marshmallows or right. like little you know, the rubber plastic things. So like a lot We it, we the use camera- the spurs to cut the cake. Yes, the well, yeah, we used to first cut the cake, but then we put like marshmallow bits on them and stuff, so then <laughs> right. it's like safe. And it comes up with a with a little sign saying no animals were uh-huh. harmed in any way, and the spurs were. And then we we actually then we take the boots with the spurs and we throw them off. But then we get onto the horses and we barefoot. barefoot, and we ride. just one with nature, communing with the very small horses. Yeah, we're going back to nature. We commune with the horses, and we go like we revert back to like like um, living in the forest. As we like, we roll along a two D landscape, and this is the yeah. intro to the show. We right. roll along a two D landscape, <laughs> and it goes from from the wild west desert with like a shanty town and like the right. industry, and like in the background there's like oil. Um, there's those those drilling things. You know, there's, okay, there's yeah. the like a hammer thing that like goes up and down. Mm-hmm. And that. And, and and then, the, but those like they sort of like rust and decay, and then we go into like this sort of uh, like a forest situation, and then where like, there's a beautiful spring, and then there's like you know nymphs and fairies are like uh, like uh, floating around, and and we we look at a pool, um, like uh, and this is like after after all that stuff has happened, we 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 rest. Finally, we come to a stop. The horses are rejuvenated. We're rejuvenated. We look like better than ever. We, we were looking haggard uh, before, but now we're rejuvenated by this pool. But we've sort of, we've gone through it. You know, we, we're like wiser. We're older. We're wiser. Right. Um. So it's like a, still a bit of a sense of that. We're like uh, Kavoth when he's the innkeeper. <laughs> and and yeah. we. We look into this pool, and we see, and the li- right. the listeners, all the what's viewers, that shimmering at the bottom? Well, well, we're looking into the reflection, and we see ourselves as we are now, and as we've been. We see the journey that we've come through to get here. We see okay, everything sure. that it took, all the episodes of Check right. Please, the the sixty, the well, the fifty nine episodes up until this point, and we look into the pool. And then, what's that? As you were saying, what is that? In, in the oh, bottom shimmer, of the shimmering at the bottom. Just a, a, a faint glimmer. We lean down. We scoop it out of the water. What's this? It's a, uh, it's a podcast. Uh, it's a iTunes podcast review from our beautiful listeners. Five stars. Uh, they love us and adore us. Oh, oh that, uh, then we like... The, then the camera like pans in on this five-star review. The five stars fills the screen right and then on that review it says uh oh, i love the check please bay area podcast they tell me so much about diners in san francisco uh and then we we like <laughs> we look at each other 
and we see close it's enough. It's a living. <laughs> it's a living. Uh, uh, it's a living. <laughs> also, pterodactyl uh, says that as well because we also right. we say that, and then we pull the tail of a pterodactyl, and the yeah, and it, it says flies that. down and scoops us up in its talons, and we and we're carried out of the forest, past the pool, into the great beyond. <laughs> yeah, we. That is we, the rest of the episode. That's us kind of crossing the threshold, and we die in a very (laughs) literal sense, as well as figuratively. We die in a very literal sense. uh, The pterodactyl feeds us to its young. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, the little baby pterodactyls poop out the episode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And the cycle starts anew. Yeah, that that's that's I think Jack so Skeleton returns the and sifts like through. Sorry, I was just gonna say, imagine that the podcast started like that, right? And think about how much that CG is gonna cost. It's gonna astronomical. Cost astronomical. It does not come cheap astronomical because mm. astronauts are gonna do it. NASA. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, who else is gonna supply pterodactyls than NASA with their secret? dinosaur breeding programs i reckon that's probably could do that right because it's like you know in the same way that like when they made that like high-tech equipment that then like was used for like making the good ovens or computers and all that sure velcro shoes they probably yeah because like they have to cool the jets right they have to cool their jets um, now, what I'm envisioning is uh, a, a sequel to Jurassic Park, where NASA is doing tests on the on the uh, dinosaur DNA, and they take it up into space, and they have it on the on the space station, and it gets bombarded with mysterious uh, uh, astronomical Cosmic energies. Cosmic rays, yeah. Cos- Cosmic rays, right? That's the term. Uh, and what's this? Space pterodactyls. That's kind of like the the origin of of uh, King Ghidorah, or uh, possibly an origin of Rodan. I would think. Every- mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all familiar with Rodan, <laughs> so um, uh, yeah. As we were saying, though, now that's how you start an episode. <laughs> that's how we start an episode, and and uh, and so. What else were we going to do in the show? What we're going to do? We're going to talk about. I mentioned Kavoth. Do you want to do a quick the the long the long tease to the long promised book corner? Yeah, the book corner. Oh, hey, I didn't see you come in there. I'm Stephen in the editing booth. Uh, sorry if this is jarring. I'm jumping into the episode here just to let you know that the next twelve minutes after this are. Uh, book club slash spoiler zone for The Name of the Wind and to some extent The Wise Man's Fears by Patrick Rothfuss from the Kingkiller Chronicle. So if you're looking to avoid spoilers, uh, jump on through by about 12 minutes. Uh, And I'd also like to apologize. I'm a bit harsh to the guy. Uh, I'm a bit mean to the books. I'm a bit rude about the podcast he does. Uh, but if I can't be a rude boy here on my own dang podcast, then where am I going to be one? Anyways, uh, enjoy, I guess. It was like, what, episode episode 20 or so, where 
you mentioned you were reading The Name of the Wind, and I mentioned I'd read it, and we promised a book corner. Yeah. So Okay. So, th- yeah. so this is a... Because so. the, the listeners demand it. Much like the listeners right, right, right. remembered that the last year it was a birthday boys episode, and they wanted right. another one this year. They and- certainly did. Uh, uh, the, the, the Name of the Wind from the King Killer Chronicle by uh, by Patrick Rothfuss. Yeah. That 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 hit, that hit fantasy novel. Yes. Now I I much beloved. Uh, I'm, I'm led to understand that you have a beef now with with I uh, mean with with Patrick Rothfuss and that could if, come across. If you if you want me to have a beef for the sake of this episode, I will have a beef. I I thought that I mean I've I've definitely heard you have beef. I with... I, <laughs> I have I have storehouses full of beef. I have beef fridges, but uh, I don't know if it's interesting to go into for the sake of the podcast. I think it's got to be interesting well, to go okay. into. Are we going to do a book club or a beef corner? It's they both start with BC. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I think well, well, this book club you can't go into reviewing this someone's is, this work. This is check please BC. Yeah, I don't. A lot of people talk about separating the art from the artist. I think that that's impossible uh, in this day and age, and that a lot of things. Yeah, like, it's, it's, so does Rothfuss because he because he feels that him and Kavath are uh, inseparable as entities and have the exact same personality, <laughs> and that that makes him very unique as an author. Yeah, <laughs> or so he said on the first episode of his podcast, which I guess you can go find if you want. But you could probably point at almost any character in there and say that is that is you, and you would be about equally right all the time. The different the difference with Quoth is that I've been writing from his perspective for better than twenty years at this point, and at this point. You know, I don't know how much of it he absorbed from me or how much I wrote for him. And in the the process of like constantly writing and revising and chewing over how much of that is bled into my personality from him. Um, and I can I know that that really does happen because when I wrote the Ari story, I found myself using her phraseology. I found myself thinking about things differently and that was a relatively short story over a relatively short period of time. Um, it's almost creepy if you extrapolate that into 20 years and, you know, better than a million words with Quoth. Uh, but then again, I think that might be a, a little unique to me. I don't think other authors do that quite as much as I do. Uh, do you recommend that people listen to that podcast to like? Nah. Uh, get, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's okay. tell them everything they ever need to know about uh, the King Killer Chronicle, and uh, just get it all out of the way right here. Okay, so here's what you need to know about the King Killer Chronicle, Book One: The Name of the Wind, which in Germany is split into two books because that's what they do in Germany. Oh, uh, interesting. This is just a thing. Uh, and presumably in other places as well. I do not know. I only know certain things about certain places now, in the world. Did they? Wait. Is it the name and then of the wind? How how they split it? Do they? Yeah, did they, they give it two different titles. Is it the name of the wind part one and the name of the wind part two? Because spoiler alert, 
the name of the wind isn't like even a thing in that book and barely the, is even by the end of the second book <laughs> so no i think the name of the wind is part of the first book because that's okay, like it, the it's arc. a thing but uh it's like spro- the silent arc yeah well he, he's supposedly trying to learn the name of the wind uh and, and, and spoiler alert he still hasn't really by the end of the second book oh I mean, he, he he gets a little bit of it in the yeah, first yeah. one. Does he have at least that level of mastery in the second book? Is that a spoiler? Um, so, I feel like it doesn't come up again until around halfway through the second book. Okay. And it's it's about the same as it was in the first book. I have a question as well. It's because, like, this is supposed to be a, a three-book thing. Right? Yeah, it is not going to be three books. It's impossible. So it's it's set up to be three books, but by the end of the second book, he's not even Kavath yet. Like in the sense that it's the story of how, and I guess it's supposed to be pronounced Quoth. Yeah, which pisses me off. Um, but so he's set up to be this like uh, hero that everyone knows all these stories about. And by the end of the second book of him supposedly having rec- recounted two thirds of his life experiences, he still isn't like meeting any of the criteria to be what he originally was set up to be. So either the third book is just going to be like super quick advancement through the rest of the story, or it's not going to be three books. And then even at the end of all that, uh, this is just setting up his backstory because it's all heading towards at the end of the three books. He's like uh, finished telling his story and it reignites his heroic spirits and he sets back out on his quest to finish what he started. Um, so there is no way it's going to be three books. Has he become a king killer? <laughs> nope. Oh, so I mean, maybe in the maybe what if in the last like 30 pages presumably he kills a king at the end of the third book (laughs) but yeah and then uh, then i mean it's a good book though chronologically as well because it's supposed to be a three book thing and that was the end of the first night is the second book like does it end on like the end of the second night yeah it's following with what it's set up which is that this is him telling his story over the span of three days to to uh the passing chronicler is this going to be like a, a, a Life and Times of Tristram Shandy situation where at the end of the book it's kind of like it's about like the folly of even attempting to tell uh, a story of someone's life because you don't know the information uh, that is going to be necessary and, you, and like as in you can go back and go back and back and back you know like as in that one starts with his own birth and then it goes back to like before then uh, yeah, yeah. when uh, like uh, um, I mean, they're probably not going to do that because Rothfuss is so far up his ass about making Kavoth like the ultimate storyteller and the ultimate warrior and the ultimate lover and the ultimate everything that he does that if it ends with him being unable to tell his own story, it kind of like undermines everything. But you're right when you say, okay, so here's somebody who like gets stories inside and out and he's building himself and it's supposed to be the most incredible he's a legend and all this stuff and I'm writing it and I'm like god I have left myself no room to screw up (laughs) 
And like I said, uh, on the first episode of his podcast that I listened to, Rothfuss says that he's no longer able to tell himself apart personality-wise from Kavath, that they're too far linked in response to a question about if he has some sort of author insert character. Uh, and as I said, he then says, this makes me unique as an author. Um, I need to listen to that and see if it was uh, It was sincere. so insufferable, Will. I'm going to listen to it, though. I'm going to listen to it, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think... What what maybe he was maybe he was doing a a, a wry wink a David Bowie know. style I don't know <laughs> okay uh well he he said something about like all my characters are my self inserts they all have a bit of me in them but truly it's Kavath who is identical in personality to me and then all I could think is he's written to be like this untouchable like he messes up but only because he's a kid but he's also like a twelve year old. Uh, going toe-to-toe with the, like, 100-year-old master scholars of the university. So any failure he has is still tinged with, yeah, but he's... whatever. It kind of... From my perspective, it kind of undermines a lot of the series. I mean, it's still well-written, and you can put that aside most of the time. And when the third book comes out, I am going to read it and probably enjoy it. But I do have my uh, my complaints about it. Okay, so here's here's what I was gonna ask because you were saying about how he was built to be like the ultimate everything. Does uh, Patrick Rothfuss or should Patrick Rothfuss like have like other people who are considered to be like the best fighter? Like you know how uh, Hugh Jackman's The Wolverine is the best there is at what he does. Uh huh. <laughs> Could Patrick Rothfuss have Hugh Jammers the Wolverine come into the third book? Yeah. And then Kavoth, like, beats him at what he does. Yeah. So, the thing is, uh, I mean, Kavoth isn't the best at everything he does, but, oh, uh, but what, I mean, what I mean by that is uh, he's, like, a 13-year-old, and he... Is he still like 13 every, by the end of the second book? I, I don't remember. He's slightly older, but he's still super young. Uh... But, um, like, his whole character arc is he comes into a situation, he, like, meets a kung fu master, essentially, and gets his ass kicked, and is like, oh, this is a, this is a weird, mysterious thing, but then he has, like, he convinces them to teach him, and instantly he's, like, he's not the top of the class, but he's instantly the, the fastest learner they've ever seen, and he's mastering their ancient arts so quickly, and it's baffling to everyone. Like, he's never the best at whatever he's doing, but it's always implied if he puts in any amount of effort over any amount of time, he will be the best. And everyone's constantly saying that. Like, if you stayed here and learned, if you just stayed here and played music all the time, you'd be the greatest musician in the world and everything would be open before you. Uh, but he's too busy learning everything else, so he doesn't do that. And he goes off and learns other things. And that's the everything he encounters is like, uh, if you just stuck around, you'd be the best at it. But he's, he's like, nope, I have to go do other things. Uh, and so that that's what i mean when i say he's like written to be kind of the ultimate character is that like when he screws up it's something it's usually just about him being young and naive and it's implied in any amount of time or with any amount of effort he could overcome that and become the greatest person ever in only like a matter of years and it's similar with the whole name of the wind thing it's like oh yeah if you just stuck around dipshit you could figure this out and then he just constantly leaves and does other things for more than half the book yeah um well i think that's about all the time that we have 
<laughs> it's been book corner slash beef corner. Yeah. So, so, so thank you for listening. The, the uh, long waited. I hope it was worth the wait. Uh, to book club. It was the good, the good app. Mm-hmm. Birthday t- boy, birthday boy, spectacular. <laughs> the birthday boy, spectacular. How, oh, how old is the, how old is the show now? Two, uh, one and a half. But we've had two birthdays, so I think yeah. that makes it two. Uh, agree to disagree. Okay, um, as, as hosts of the show, I guess we're t- two. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're two years old. This is or do you start counting from zero? Oh, wait. You're one on your first birthday, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Some places they can't they start at one. Uh, okay. Let, 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 we've done 30 minutes. Are we wrapping up Are we going to release it? <laughs> Are we going to release the podcast? Yeah, this is a good show. Okay. People, I was just well, asking because the last like, two love. or three no, were no, but because, because I, want, I want you to hear this because I, I think this will help you out to understand the listeners and to understand the show. Right, we need money. <laughs> we, yeah, we need money <laughs> to on make the, the show. podcast what it, to make what it rightfully should be. The podcast to pay good. for the special effects to get NASA on board, and to get on board NASA's spaceship. Those, those go, very small horses don't come cheap. Um, those birds go cheap. The tech, um, <laughs> do the pterodactyls go cheap? The yes. the the technology for the party hats that transform into cowboy hats. That's still in uh, it's still in development. We're, uh, we're gonna yeah. need a lot of funding. Okay, okay. I'll tell you what then. I'll tell you what then. We'll do one ad and then we should close up the show. Is that okay? Yeah. We'll do one ad to get in some money for the because we haven't done ads in a while mm-hmm. because listeners weren't buying any of the products <laughs> that we were selling. Yeah, and and we were losing money on it on the whole proposition. Because we were paying all those ad agencies, uh, Charles and yeah. Charlie, the other guys, Jimmy and Jammy. <laughs> yeah. And, we, and we spent so much money on those ad agencies for zero return. Okay, so let's do an ad, and then that's the end okay, of the and, show. And this is us doing it at this point. We're, yeah. Because, we're, done, we're done shilling out to these yeah. pretenders. Just keep, keeping it cheap, like the mm-hmm. pterodactyls. Like Here the birds. <laughs> Here we go. Here we are. When was the last time that you ever truly looked into a mirror and liked what you saw? Because inside that mirror is, as we all know, a door. In every house, when you look behind yourself in a mirror, any mirror, you will see that door and you will see it unopened. You will see the door on. Uh, hand, the handle untouched and how do you reach into that window that mirror there's simply nothing that can be done there's... unless there's a better way well <laughs> let me tell you yes there is it's a like a, a rod and a hook <laughs> and, and what you do is you push it into the mirror and you find that door and you just sort of like uh, sort of jump jump the handle like he, he, he sort of... you're telling me there's a way to close the mirror door that haunts my every waking moment yeah i've tried well, so no, fruitlessly in the past to open up my it's, i've grabbed my arms way. down to stubs clawing at the, the smooth surface of the mirror will <laughs> no, no, no. Don't do it anymore. Get this like this rod, and it's like an extendable rod. You just shove it through the mirror, right. and you and you. And you're telling me it has a hook that. on the end? Yes, 
dog. Now this I gotta see. <laughs> you, you like hear the click of the handle opening. You, sort of, you pull open the door, and then what's that on the other side? It's the, your destiny. It's the future. Yours. Oh, wow. o- only available now on Check Please Podcast for twenty nine ninety nine. You get this extendable. Twenty nine ninety nine. That price yeah. is so good. I'm seeing doubles. Yeah, you will be seeing doubles because inside that mirror, and you open up that door, and I've done it. Trust me, I've right. done it. And if you open up that door inside the mirror. Oh, what wonders and what delights you will see. You've seen, like, the Mirror of Arizad. You'll be saying, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a... I don't give... Two More like shit. Mirror of Arizad. Yeah, Ari... 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 Erase Ari, that from your shopping um, cart by these... Mir- um, what, are they, what are they called, Will? I'm holding up a, a, a Quidditch ball, and it's the <laughs> King of the World Cup. I don't care what you see in that mirror. What you're going to be seeing in this mirror is there's going to be three different um, small gnomes, garden gnomes, and each of those garden gnomes will have a ball, and then they will juggle them all. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fantastic. It's delightful. It's amazing. And let's be clear, you have the mirror ready. All you need is the hook. Yeah, it's just, I don't, I don't uh, even, you might think, oh, I've spoiled it now. Like, I, I, I don't need to see that. When you see these three tiny garden gnomes, each with a ball, and they juggle them <laughs> it's amazing. It's just... And they're always there. They're always just waiting, just out of reach, behind the just mirror, behind the through door. the mirror door. Oh. And all you need is this hook. <laughs> well, you need the extendable rod as well. Oh, sorry. But... <laughs> they're sold separately. <laughs> That's true. I didn't, I, you know, I, I made it out like you could just, I mean, I'm not going to say that you can't do it with just, without, right. with, well, know, with just the Well, sometimes what happens is rod. you extend the rod and you're grabbing at the door and the hook falls off and you have to buy another because you're not getting that yeah. out. No, but no, no. what you do is you buy another hook and then you go in and you hook the first hook out and then maybe they both fall off and maybe you buy a third, but maybe you retrieve the hook. Yeah, and if you if you unextend that hook, once you've bought the other hook, and then you you like you know you and in fact actually to be honest, I'll tell you this: if you get that second hook, it's a little bit cheaper. Like as in the you know the first hook is like expensive and stuff, but then after that you get like a refill hook thing. Yeah, and right. you can get that, and it's like a little bit cheaper. And then if you now sell they're not on, the same hook. The second hook is slightly flimsier. It will yeah, fall. It, it, the it, second not- hook is unable to properly open the door, but it will retrieve the first hook for you. Yeah, and then, and I'll tell you something else. If you sell on to some sucker who hasn't heard this ad, they've got the, you know, they've got the extendable thing. They don't know about the second hook being flimsier and all that kind of stuff. You sell them on that second hook, tell them it's like a first, a full price first hook. Right. Or like they even don't know. Like, they don't know hook from hook. Give them, yeah, give them a little bit of a discount, however, because, like, you know, like, they, you want to come to you and not to the official things but i'll teach them to not go through uh right the, the they'll, they'll learn because, they'll learn because yeah and, and uh, you can do that now we do have to for legal purposes we do need to make this clear if there is a hook on the other side of the mirror already no matter what do not open the door do not let the gnomes get their hands on those hooks uh, it's delightful yeah, because... when they juggle the balls <laughs> but you do not <laughs> want those gnomes to have their own hook Oh, I'll, yeah, it cannot it does, be trusted. Because because I actually did notice when I when I saw the gnomes juggling and stuff, one of the gnomes had behind them it looked like an a, an extendable. <laughs> we we did rod. sell rods to the gnomes, but we didn't sell them hooks. And so, they're angry about yeah. it. They're very angry. They have their own doors on the other side of the mirrors that they see, and they really want to open those. We do not want 
to let those gnomes open those doors. Kind of just out of cruelty? But... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean... <laughs> You know, you if you, and I reckon if you're quick enough, probably. If you I mean, like, I mean, here's what don't... I would do. Here's what I would do: open up the the first door with the double <laughs> <laughs> rod and the hook, and you open them. You see the nose doing the little juggling. Then use the extendable rod, knock those. Rods. <laughs> <laughs> they they can't do anything about it. You just have to be quick. Don't let them grab it. I mean, they're small little gnomes. If the three of them get on the rod together, they may be able to pull it away. Yeah, but you just bash them, bash them with the rod, bash them repeatedly <laughs> with the rod, and then extend it even further to the door, way behind, and open that up, and you'll get to see what they want to see, and, and then you'll close it quickly. They'll be knocked out, and you, you, you hold them back. You don't, don't let them look at it. <laughs> This, this is all based off the fact that those gnomes have nothing to do. They're in the, world, the mirror world, and they have the balls, and all they can do is practice juggling and, and be ready to juggle for anyone who happens to look. If the gnomes could open their own door, all they would do all day is stare at the three smaller gnomes on the other side of that juggling on their end. And it's gnomes all the way down. Star and, Trek, and the next generation. If you, start, if you start off the process of giving the gnomes the ability to open their own doors, it's just going to keep going until the smaller yeah. and smaller gnomes open their smaller and smaller doors. And then uh, there's nothing left for us to watch. It, it won't be interesting. You're just watching the backs of a bunch of gnomes staring into doors. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch that. You'll see them. And, and then your yeah. investment in the hooked rods, uh, it, it's gone to waste. So don't do it. Just, so just, this is all on you. This <laughs> is all on you. And this, so this is a very limited time thing because I bet some somebody, to be honest, I bet somebody is going to ruin it for everyone. It probably some, will. So move quickly. Get your rods. Get your hooks. Get your replacement hooks in case you lose your first hook. And and yeah. So and be careful out there. Be very careful. And I would probably what I would do. Well, I, again, you got to be very careful. But like a little technique that I think might work is like get like a, a sort of a, a rubber band or a rope or something like tie <laughs> like a, a glove get a glove and a rubber band and like strap the rubber band maybe a couple of rubber bands around the, the 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 rod and the glove so that it's like an extra bit of suction around your hand so that um, when you when the gnomes start to grab onto that rod you yank and yeah. <laughs> maybe you could yank a gnome into this world oh if you manage that let us know let us know because I'm interested to see that yeah. Um, um, well, now I wouldn't trust this uh, this makeshift glove with the rubber bands that you're uh, that you're pushing. But if you only just just wait a couple more weeks, we'll put our we'll put our team on it. We'll put out the official uh, rod holding glove. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, thank you for listening to this ad. You can use the offer code check, please, to get I don't know, like seventy percent off the first mm-hmm. rod. But uh, <laughs> right. um, the first rod's free, but we get we gouge you on the hooks. Yeah, the the hooks. So yeah, but I mean, you know, you're gonna get a little bit off, seventy uh, percent off the rod, which is free, but you will get twenty two percent off your first hook. Now, if you're a gnome somehow listening to this, uh, contact us at checkpleasepod at gmail dot com. We are interested in expanding the market and selling directly to you. Yes, but um, only the rods. <laughs> Yeah, well, well, if yeah, because I think probably a couple gnomes might have a couple rods, and if they could get them back to us, and we'll sort of like I don't know, we'll we'll do a deal, we'll, we'll sort something out. 
I mean, but, those rods um, are a bit big for the gnomes, anyways. Like we could hand, we could make the rods specifically for the gnomes. I don't want the I don't want the gnomes to have these rods. <laughs> I don't want them to have. Them. I don't think they should have them. I don't. And I'm sorry because this episode has gone long, so I'm gonna I'm gonna end the call now. So <laughs> that's the end of the show. We've done it, listen. Okay. We've done sure. an ad. We've done a great Buy ad the for you. Get us the money and we'll do a season two. Get us the money, we'll do a season two. You'll that's love it. You'll, you'll, you know the show. We're birthday boys. We'll do, we're the birthday boys. Thank you for listening. Um, no, wait. I, I said my birthday. When's your birthday? My birthday is in, in the future and in a bit. Um, so okay, well, mine's June 27th and that makes me a birthday boy. Okay, good. My birthday is July 2nd and that makes right, me a okay. birthday See, boy. See, I'd forgotten. Uh, yeah, you get to enjoy it. It's the day after the Mega Games thing. Maybe mm, we'll do an episode on Canada that. Day after Canada Day, 150. Um, ooh, okay. Well, I have to, I have to go because I have to okay, go to the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, let's send, send to... me your half of the file. I guess I'm editing it. Uh, that's in the show. Uh, that's how, how the show ends. Fuck that's you. not how the show... Fuck you too. Well, we'll keep doing that till we get paid. Keep reaching for the stars. Keep you're reaching. Keep reaching for the the mirror world doors. Okay. Bye. Bye.